eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Welcome to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Total Car Score podcast. And really, this is a very special one because we have one of the most influential persons in the automotive industry, Jose Munoz from the Hyundai Group. And of course, we're here with Lauren and Carl. So Jose, first of all, thank you very much for your time. I know you're like really, really busy. You have like three titles, right? So like, I don't know how you really do it. So just a quick hello from uh, Carl and Lauren. Hello, and thank you for joining us. It's an honor. I, I, I think we've actually known each other quite a long time. So it's great to have you on the podcast. Yeah, Jose, thank you again for your time. Uh, I know there's a lot going on in the automotive world and particularly in your automotive world uh, with uh, all the activity going on at Hyundai Motor Company. So thank you for joining us. Well, uh, it is a real honor and I'm, I'm very happy to, uh, to be here with you uh, today, Javier, Lauren, uh, and Carl. Thank you very much for having me. Looking forward to this uh, time with you together. So thank you uh, again. So Jose, it's basically been a year since the start of the pandemic and everything has been very challenging for everybody. I mean, I can't imagine how it can be to manage a global company like that, but tell us how it's been. I mean, how it's been for you in the past 12 months? Well, it's been a really uh, a very interesting time, very, very interesting time to, to say the least, but things have been going quite well. Uh, focusing on um, uh, our North American market, which is the most important for, for the group, and delivering uh, very, very strong results. Uh, we ended up uh, last year having actual uh, growth, uh, more than 1%, and then uh, setting up all-time records uh, on uh, our SUV sales uh, with more than 400,000 units sold. And then uh, which represented a 9% uh, increase and then the highest uh, market share in the industry and quite a profitable year. So I, I would uh, qualify last year as a quite a strong one despite the challenges. And we started this year also uh, quite, quite well. We had a very good month of January and we closed uh, February yesterday. And then uh, despite uh, the, the month being uh, shorter in terms of uh, total selling days and uh, one weekend less than a year ago, 
we had very uh, very strong retail sales uh, with a nine percent of retail sales uh, up, and on a daily sales uh, adjusted, we've grown also our total sales uh, by one percent. We've decreased fleet. Uh, we're focusing the supply we have on retail, which is, uh, as you may imagine, uh, more profitable. And then, uh, well, the month was shorter, but the results are quite quite positive. And then Genesis had a terrific month, really outstanding, and then uh, also. So SUVs continue to do well for us, almost 70% of total sales on uh, SUVs uh, with a special growth of um, Santa Fe venue. So quite strong. We, we can do better, but uh, I think I'm, I'm quite pleased with the, the pace that we're having this year as well. This is that's very impressive figures, uh, Jose. And I remember when I was looking through the numbers at the end of last year, and uh, there weren't very many brands or companies that were on the positive side uh, in 2020. Um, but you guys were in some rare, rare position there to be there. So that's a uh, big congratulations. Um, what would you say were some of the biggest adjustments that Hyundai had to make in 2020 uh, to see so much success in in lieu of the pandemic? What what did you guys what do you what do you feel was the secret to your success in, in a challenging year like we just had? Well, Carl, I, I think there are no secrets anymore in our industry. So <laughs> we just tried <laughs> to do everything we we possibly could. Uh, but I, I will tell you what we focus on. So uh, our number one priority was the the safety of uh, our employees our customers uh, and our dealers, uh, literally. And then we took uh, every possible action to secure that. And then uh, through um, uh, this battery of activities, uh, we, of course, uh, started to work from home uh, starting March 18th. I remember very very vividly the the date. And then since uh, today, uh, we've been working from home. Uh, so that, that was one for the employees. For the dealers, we set up uh, an, a number of actions to protect them financially uh, uh, because we didn't want to lose dealers to the pandemic. Uh, you know, during crisis, uh, I, I told them cash is king. So we send them cash uh, uh, linked to a number of uh, programs to ensure they were um, healthy in terms of cash management. Uh, in return, uh, they were able to buy uh, our cars. We were able to uh, have the, the shortest uh, idling uh, production plan in the, in the country. And then uh, as such, we had more supply than our competitors. Uh, we deploy a number of um, activities to protect our customers, like um, the pickup and delivery process so the customers didn't have to visit the dealers to get their cars or, or their car serviced. Uh, also the digital processes as part of that. Uh, and then uh, all, all these uh, ended up having a quite a, quite a strong uh, result. We reestablished the so-called Hyundai uh, Assurance Program, job, job Loss Assurance Program, so that if you bought your car during the pandemic, uh, uh, at the beginning of, of the pandemic, especially, and then uh, you lost your job, you would be able to uh, get support from us and from our sales finance company uh, to um, uh, for us to continue to pay uh, the car during a period of time. So a number of actions and then all, um, uh, let's say, wrap up but a very strong commitment to the society. The thing uh, I'm uh, proud the most is that 
because if you remember at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, all this <clears throat> happened before in Asia and our headquarters, global headquarters uh, are based in Seoul, uh, South Korea. So, um, uh, and then they manage this, uh, South Korea has been one of the best uh, managed countries uh, during the pandemic. And we learn uh, from them uh, how important testing uh, would be. So we made a, an agreement with a, a CGEN, which is a, a South Korean a, a high tech company. Uh, and then uh, we uh, were able to provide uh, till today about 1.6 million uh, uh, tests to Americans. But we started in April uh, last year. And I think uh, we did it through the um, 23 hospitals uh, across the nation, which are um, uh, already um, in our programs uh, within the Hyundai Hope on Wheels, uh, where we um, provide support um, to fight against pediatric cancer. All together uh, was really t- terrific. We're really, really very, very happy. And, you know, as I, as I told you, no secret, just work very hard, uh, try to uh, address all the different issues, and the results uh, were quite, uh, quite okay. Wow, sounds like you have a lot going on. So you're doing all of North America and South America, you, that you're covering that whole area. How do you transition with everything where you can't meet people face-to-face like you used to and go down to, the, to a manufacturing facility or talk to an engineer or design? studio how are you working around all that well um, ba- basically uh, you know through zoom <laughs> and uh, through um, Microsoft uh, teams through Webex uh, phone, phone calls uh, whatsapp uh, FaceTime uh, whichever technology is is available and then the, the team uh, has been extremely flexible uh, but at the same time I've got to tell you that uh, for example uh, when when the whole process started we were uh, the pandemic started, we were uh, in the midst of preparing for the launch of new products and we decided to proceed with them. So uh, during that period, we still receive uh, visits from uh, our engineers in uh, South Korea. Uh, we had to uh, do a special transportation, uh, testing, quarantine and everything, but we managed to go through everything that it takes to be able to launch uh, the process. So uh, everything was done uh, almost as if um, uh, nothing happened, but with a lot of uh, discipline, rigor, and a great team, uh, motivated uh, executives and team members who were all aligned to deliver the best results. But, uh, you know, uh, video, video, and video, and we continue to do video all the time. So, Jose, wow. like these, these uh, adjustments were for this particular time, but do you think this is gonna, some of them are going to are here to stay? Because it seems to be more efficient, right, in some ways. Yes, you're right. Uh, My my sense is that uh, all this is here to stay. But also we've we've learned how important it is uh, to to do digital business, uh, especially with people you know. Uh, It is not exactly the same uh, when you do business with someone you've never met before than with somebody that you already know, you know the issues, etc. And then you run uh, for one year or so uh, through digital processes. But definitely... Definitely, it is um, uh, this um, uh, period has taught us uh, that uh, the digital tools are making our lives more efficient and effective. And then, you know, the the levels of employee satisfaction, uh, the the level of things that you can do without actually uh, going physically to places is really um, unbelievable. And then uh, I, I think that in the future we will combine uh, travel, uh, but we will uh, maintain a lot of uh, these digital practices and technologies. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Well, speaking of the future, the near future, in the next segment, we're going to talk what's next for Hyundai in the next uh, year or two. So we'll be back with that. This very special interview with Jose Munoz, the Glove Chief Operating Officer of Hyundai Motor Company, President CEO of Hyundai North America, and President CEO of Hyundai Motor America. So, Jose, we were talking about the near future, like the next uh, few years. So, Lauren, why did you go ahead? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about what's going on. I mean, you've got electrification, you've got expansion of the brands, lots of new luxury and technology. So, can you tell us about what your plans are, or at least what you can reveal of your plans? Well, absolutely, a lot, uh, a lot going on. So let me summarize. So first and for foremost, uh, we are on um, on a, a really um, a area a, or uh, or time of our company where we want to reinforce uh, our presence within the SUV uh, segments, and as such, uh, we are uh, about to launch the um, a new Tucson, which is going to be produced uh, here in the United States in our plant in Alabama. So this will happen uh, in uh, April, uh, but then uh, a little bit uh, later in the year, we're going to launch the first ever pickup for Hyundai in North America, the so-called Santa Cruz. And it will also be uh, produced uh, here in, uh, in Alabama, which is outstanding. Additionally, uh, in the, in the um, uh, focus that the company has in the uh, clean technologies, green technologies and electrification, uh, we are going to uh, power a, a, our SUVs with a, a plug-in hybrid and hi hybrid uh, powertrains, namely uh, the uh, Tucson and also uh, the Santa Fe. And then uh, at the same time, last week, we launched uh, our new brand for battery EV exclusive uh, technology, so-called Ionic, with the launch of Ionic 5, which is going to uh, arrive here to the United States uh, this fall. And then uh, on top of all this, uh, we, we launched the global uh, Hyundai Motor Company strategy, the so-called 2025 strategy, which uh, positions Hyundai as a smart mobility solution uh, provider. And within that, there are a number of uh, key strategic moves uh, which our chairman, Mr. Chung, has uh, put in place where we are very, active, uh, very actively uh, coordinating uh, within the United States mainly, like uh, the joint venture with Aptiv for autonomous driving connected uh, technologies uh, in, a, in a newly created joint venture based in Boston called uh, Motion. Uh, at the same time, uh, we have announced uh, the um, uh, control of um, uh, Boston Dynamics, which is a robotics company uh, based also in Boston. Uh, we have set up a company called Urban Air Mobility in Washington, D.C. to uh, develop a vertical takeoff and landing uh, technologies. And uh, just a couple of weeks back, we uh, were talking about the so-called UMB, the Ultimate Mobility Vehicle, where we utilize robotics technology, uh, which is going to help not only the um, uh, 
the uh, manufacturing processes, but also ultimate uh, ways uh, of uh, mobility. So all in all, a very, very exciting time with a lot of uh, initiatives, all to try to position the, the brand as a smart mobility solution provider. Wow, that's a lot of stuff going on. That's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a pretty full plate, uh, uh, but I think that's also a lot of really exciting things, ranging from uh, a truck, which isn't traditional for Hyundai, even though they're well known, to uh, some pretty un, un, untraditional things like uh, you know vertical takeoff and landing uh, uh, personal mobility devices, which I do remember seeing at the CES uh, a little while back, and it looked very exciting. exciting. So really great stuff, uh, really great stuff, Jose. Um, you know, on the electric car front, which is just seems to be on fire right now, not in a bad way, you know, but just just exciting. Uh, there's a lot going on with electric cars. Um, what is, from your perspective, what do you think the future is that, that what, what will the role be that electric vehicles play? And will it be as comprehensive and complete as some people are predicting, you know, no electric sales in this country or this state or from this certain brand? We're hearing predictions everywhere. What's your perspective on the future of EVs? Well, we are very uh, optimistic. Um, uh, I think uh, with the arrival of the Biden administration, it is very clear that they are focused on electrification. And then uh, we are talking uh, with the administration uh, uh, about uh, what is what the country needs in order to be uh, really at the forefront of this technology in terms of uh, manufacturing capacity, in terms of uh, technology, battery technology, uh, chips and others. Uh, we uh, have announced uh, in our strategy 2025 that uh, we want to sell as a Hyundai Motor Group about uh, 1 million EV sales by 2030, uh, which um, would represent uh, somewhere between 8 to 10% of uh, the total market, which is a big commitment. And then as such, we were uh, the only, uh, let's call it traditional OEM, uh, who uh, decided to launch its own uh, battery electric um, uh, brand, so-called Ionic, uh, whilst uh, others are either fully electric, <coughs> uh, call it Tesla, or uh, they have maintained their traditional brand. So we decided to differentiate ourselves and then uh, took this bold decision to launch uh, Ionic. So I think uh, electrification is here to, to stay. And uh, what we have seen is that uh, the sales of electric vehicles are no longer driven by uh, the government support programs. Uh, there is more and more and more natural demand. The technology itself is really great and it's all about how smart you are in designing your vehicles, uh, which technology you bring to, to market, etc. So for example, in our case, uh, we announced the so-called eGMP, uh, which is uh, our uh, battery uh, electric uh, exclusive platform, which provides you uh, up to 300 uh, EPA uh, certified miles. Well, with this, uh, together with the increase in um, uh, EV stations, charging stations, the so-called range anxiety is going to disappear. And then uh, the, the dynamics of the vehicle, the design of the vehicle, the features of the vehicle are, are going to be the ones who uh, are going to drive this market. We believe that uh, uh, probably about uh, 2040, uh, all probably our sales will be electric. Uh, and we include within electric, I just want to clarify, also fuel cell. Uh, as you know, we're one of the very, very few uh, OEMs 
who believe that um, beyond electrification and as part of the electrification, we will have also the hydrogen power vehicles. And, and we are, as we speak, the only ones in the market who have an SUV uh, powered by hydrogen, so-called uh, Nexo, and believe uh, that this strategy, this technology is going to help a lot. And then stay tuned because you, you will see a couple of things we're going to do with this technology, which allows you to get to maybe 500 uh, miles and, and beyond in terms of uh, range. So uh, we're very committed to that. And it's very concrete, you know, because uh, we announced uh, last week the, the launch of Ionic 5 uh, in the, this fall. But then next year, we're going to bring the Ionic 6, which is going to be a passenger car. And then by 2024, we have made plans uh, to launch the Ionic 7, which is going to be um, a three-row mid-size SUV. So very concrete, very solid, uh, and we are all in. Wow, that's a really amazing too on that electrification front. And Jose, as you know, you're in front of, a, well, not in front, online, <laughs> with three NACTOI jurors. Uh, Lauren, a former president of the NACTOI organization. Carl has been there for a long time, and I've been there for a few years. So a little bit of history. Uh, NACTOI started in 94, but Hyundai didn't have a model or a winner, finalist or a winner, till 2009 with the Genesis that was under the Hyundai brand back then. But since then, you have had 12 finalists and six winners in car of SUV categories. So how can you keep up that pace? I mean, do you already, it's easier because you already figure it out or how you keep up with the competition because the competition is has gotten really tougher too, right? Yes, you are absolutely right. So we are, uh, we haven't figured it out. Uh, so we are just uh, making very, very sincere, uh, strong efforts to ensure uh, we always have the best uh, quality, the best design, the best features. And then there is no uh, co compromise to that. I tell you, any, anybody who knows our chairman, uh, Mr. Chong, understands that um, uh, that's his uh, his focus and everybody in the company is working towards achieving the very best uh, results in terms of uh, uh, all this. I mean, design, uh, technology, uh, features, uh, whatever it takes uh, to have the very best product in the market. We're really very proud uh, that uh, we were able to uh, win uh, with the G70 and the Kona, the 2019 North American Car and Utility of, of the year and then of course I was I was there I was so so happy to to receive uh, the the award on behalf of Hyundai for the Elantra that was really fantastic uh, in uh, obviously this year 2021 so we we're really very very proud we're also very humble and then we'll keep striving to to work to to try to get uh, as many as we possibly can so but but again strong efforts uh, and then uh, you know we like competition and we'll do our very best yeah, great. Well, uh, we're uh, coming to an end of this uh, second segment. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk. We want to talk to you about you. I mean, like, how do you work? How do you pick the people you work with and all that? Because to me, that's a very fascinating thing. Like, because there's always people behind the cars that we are just talking about. So we'll be back. With that. Here we are back with the last segment of this very special episode with Jose Muñoz from the Hyundai Motor Company. And as I was saying, I, uh, everything starts with, with the people, with the team. And uh, I'm always amazed at people at your level. I mean, 
how do you do it? Like you have 30 hour days or how, <laughs> I mean, like when do you rest? When do you eat or anything? Like, I mean, you must have like hundreds of emails in your inbox. I mean, when I get like 30, I'm like already nervous. So how do you do that? I mean, how, how is your work schedule, your, your day to day? Well, uh, this is a very interesting uh, qu question. It may, may be better to ask to others around me, but I, I always tell my, my team that the day is got 24 hours, uh, but then you've got the night. So uh, that's, <laughs> one of, that, that's one of my principles. Uh, and then the only uh, way you do that is when you do it with passion, you do what you like uh, with, the, with the people you like uh, and with the mo motivation and uh, taking the lead and leading by, by example, right? So I really love what I do. I really love what I do. And I, I'm passionate uh, about uh, working for this great company and with the great leaders that I'm working with. <clears throat> so to your point about emails, this is a non-stop. Non one of the biggest challenges of today's world, especially uh, during the pandemic, you receive uh, WhatsApps and texts and emails, uh, and uh, you know, no, it's non-stop, non-stop. But you need to you need to manage and you need to go through them uh, all the time. So every single break, uh, you have to um, to go through them. Uh, sometimes uh, be between uh, between meetings or during the lunchtime uh, at night. But uh, you know, I cannot go to sleep if I have a one email uh, pending to be uh, to be read and wow. provide an answer because because the then a lot a lot of uh, the team members are expecting you to provide them uh, guidance. So and I, I really want to do what I have to do. And then uh, again, I always say, um, uh, Javier, that um, uh, the most important indicator in my professional balance is to uh, sleep well. I, I don't care if I sleep a lot or a little, as long as I sleep well. And the only way for me to do that is if, I, if I've done everything that I possibly could by the end uh, of the day. Having said that, I am extremely mindful of uh, the work-life balance, especially for the team members. And then, um, uh, you know, this is something that we, <clears throat> we really focus on in, in our company. We are like a great family. Uh, our company, uh, it is a great, uh, huge fam family business, uh, as you know, with our chairman uh, being the third uh, heir of, the, um, of uh, the founder. And then we want to treat uh, all our employees as family members. Uh, but again, many of the, the guys that are working around me, so it's like, uh, this is our life. Uh, we love it. Uh, we, we are passionate about um, winning in the marketplace and doing the right thing and providing service to our customers, uh, etc. But uh, that, that's the secret. And every day is a new challenge and new activities. Uh, but you do it uh, with a lot of um, a, you know, pa passion, with, uh, with affection for your people, and then knowing that at the same time, through the uh, Hande Hopo Wheels fa Foundation, we're doing uh, good things for society, etc. So... Uh, you know, that happens every day. You know, it's funny. A lot of people keep asking me, how do I get involved in the auto industry? You know, I, I want to do more. I don't want to just, you know, do whatever on my end. I want to actually work for a brand. What kind of skill sets do, do do people need? Because there's a there's a huge demand. I know there's a shortage of people in our industry and it's hard to find good talent. If, if you've got the skills, what are you looking for? 
Well, uh, that's a very, very interesting uh, question. So, um, uh, and especially with the uh, younger generations, etc. So overall, to to give you a simple answer, if you want to work in automotive, uh, having um, uh, having gained an MBA, I think that's uh, that's something which is very helpful. But we have people with a lot of different uh, backgrounds, and uh, they are all at the level they, they are able to be very successful. The most important is uh, to do something you like uh, to to ensure that you are humble, uh, but you are also hungry. I said this to, to my team all, all the time. This industry uh, makes you humble because there are so many moving pieces that no matter how hard you work, there is always room to, to do a better job. Uh, and then and uh, as you evolve in your career, you keep learning and you have to be very open-minded uh, and then uh, try to uh, always be very, very much uh, at the edge in terms of uh, uh, learning, technologies, etc. In my case, um, I, I did a, a PhD in nuclear engineering, which is uh, in principle nothing to do with this, but gave me a lot of rigor and, and capability to analyze uh, the data the charts and uh, take conclusions and implement actions, uh, but also uh, through um, through my career, uh, did uh, uh, a couple of uh, MBAs that always uh, open your mind and, and help you. But, um, uh, you know, I would say, especially for young people, this is a, a very dynamic industry that um, actually is moving from, from an automotive industry to a mobility industry, which embraces uh, software <clears throat> development, you know, logistics challenges, and uh, ma- many different technologies as we've discussed uh, earlier. So um, I, I really encourage everybody to, to come and work here. There's a great learning field, and then uh, you're not going to be bored, that, that's for sure. Oh, that's that's great advice, Jose. And I I think you know the competitiveness within well, really almost every industry, but certainly in the auto industry, it just seems like there's more and more people who want to work in it all the time. Um, so good advice for helping people who are trying to trying to break in. What something I was going to ask about is is um, kind of globally. You know, you've been to a lot of different places. Obviously, you're you're a global leader, and you've dealt with a lot of different markets. What what if any kind of interesting trends do you see? Between some of the bigger markets that Hyundai sells in, uh, you know, the the Santa the the um, SUV thing wasn't really huge globally. It was very much a U.S. thing for a while, but now it seems to have gone global. Are there any other trends that you've noticed on a global basis? Well, um, uh, you you said it uh, best. So the SUV is has become a very uh, very clear global trend. Uh, but now the the global trend, a very very clear one, is the electrification uh, and then the the mobility. So our industry is no longer an industry of um, uh, you purchase a device and you and you move from a point A to point B. Our industry is uh, about uh, becoming a smart mobility solution provider, and within that uh, you're talking about the device, but uh, you are talking also uh, about the service. Uh, and that's uh, that's clearly happening uh, everywhere. And then as we see um, uh, players uh, which are in other industries that want to jump into uh, automotive, uh, within the automotive, you, you can see also that those um, uh, technology uh, strengths that are required in the new world, the software development, the application development, the IT, uh, the connectivity, all that is also uh, being developed very strongly uh, within the automotive uh, if uh, we want to be uh, also leaders within the uh, much wider mobility space uh, or ecosystem, as it's called. So um, the electrification, 
the connectivity, the, the mobility, and in our case as well, we see the future in hydrogen. This is, this is the future. This is now everywhere. Uh, you go to, to China, there's super advanced, super advanced uh, on electrification uh, technology, high density uh, batteries. Uh, they love uh, te technology because they have a, a lot of um, population that maybe they cannot afford uh, buying a car or leasing a car. So they need uh, these other services to move from A to, to B. So people are very eager to utilize the latest and greatest technology. Plus, they don't have legacy uh, systems in, in some cases, so they are more, more embracing the, the new technologies. You go to Europe, it's all about electrification, the regulation, all the European OEMs are investing heavy, heavily on uh, electrification. Uh, they are all coming in with a strong uh, announcements in terms of uh, products and uh, ca zero carbon uh, emissions, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then here in America, it is uh, the, the, whole, the whole thing that I just mentioned times 10, right? So because everyone knows that this is the most competitive uh, market in the world, uh, some of the best companies in the world, the best brands, the best capability in terms of uh, technology development are, are all here. And then uh, also the consumers are very eager to utilize the latest and greatest uh, te technology. So that's definitely the, the not anymore the future. That's the present uh, and it's only going to grow. Well, that's interesting. You know, I, I'm constantly pushing hydrogen. I think you are very smart to be doing that. Um, and, and I find it interesting, um, I, I guess they call it blue gas in China, but they've got a huge gas station there where they're using it to power electric vehicles because they just don't have enough electricity. Is that kind of the mindset you're thinking? Yes, the countries uh, make calls depending on uh, their strategies as a country. And I think electrification, uh, it, is a, it is a way to uh, be less and less dependent on uh, fuels, which are traditional fuels, where maybe they are not so so strong uh, at uh, at the moment. Uh, so the situation is different in in, uh, in different countries, but some countries definitely make their calls in terms of technology driven by their resources. Well, Jose, thank you very much again for your time. Like great information here, not only for us, for the consumers actually, who are the, the important people here. Like we, you want to get cars to the to the consumers here in the U.S. and then around the world. So, I'm, But I'm going to go back a little bit to my initial question in this segment. Uh, what do you do for fun? I mean, after you answer every single email in the day before you go to sleep, maybe for two hours or in the weekends, what's, what's that fun part for you? The, the key is to be passionate, uh, to do what you like in life. This is our life. This is my life, and I, and I love it. And all, always you have to be humble and hungry and try to learn more and more by, by the day. We appreciate your time. Go ahead, Carl. You had another question. I was just going to say, you know, uh, I, I, you've given us a lot of great news on on uh, some of your future products and all. I don't know if there's any any other sneak peeks that you can offer, anything else about about your future uh, um, plans, about Hyundai's global plans or local plans in the U.S. Well, I knew, Carl, that that question would come up, so I had to prepare for something, right? Uh, only only for you, and I and I did. <laughs> And I did. I tried to do my homework. So um, we're very, very proud that um, uh, we have uh, the award-winning Veloster N, uh, which is uh, allowed a lot of articles to be written about that, that performance. And as you know, we have also announced the Elantra N, uh, which is going to come later this year in the fourth quarter. 
But um, uh, here is the news. Uh, we are so excited about the progress of our performance brand N that we are going to bring also the Kona N to the market. So uh, I'll keep you updated, uh, but I think we're growing in the N family. This is absolutely uh, news uh, today. That is fabulous news, but I am a huge Kona That's fan. That's great news. Huge Kona yes. fan. So, <laughs> so am I. <laughs> yeah, and I'm excited about the performance and the pickup trucks. You guys are really growing, and it's been nothing but impressive. Just the whole lineup. It's really been exciting to see what you've done over the time and how you've evolved and the team members that you've brought on. I think it's really, you can see the difference immediately in the new product. Well, Jose, thank you very much again for your time. And I don't want to take any more of you. This is you're so busy doing a. All, all the what you were just talking about with us. So thank you very much for, for talking to us. And again, as we've been seeing for the past year, you and everybody else in the automotive industry and pretty much everywhere. I hope to see you in person again very soon, okay? Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, uh, Lauren. You're right. This is all about product and services to our customers. And uh, thank you, guys. It's been a real uh, honor, a privilege. And have a great day. Looking forward to meeting you in person very soon again. Thank you for having me. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week with another special episode here in the Total Cars Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite- Ha, found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.